Hello and welcome to the Business of Property. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. We are both property people running our own businesses and this podcast is just us talking about the reality of anything and everything property. Now, we also try and do that in a concerted way and provide information which we think is going to be of use to all of you. And if you would like to join our email subscriber list, we have very kindly for you put the link right at the top of the the show notes. So just scroll down, hit that link, and you'll be part of our email subscriber list where we will endeavor to give you all of the things that we talk about that we think are of interest and any resources we think will be of use to you. Now, We've had a number already joined. So first of all, just want to say thank you to those that have joined so far. And once again, if you do want to join, there's a link in the show notes right at the top there. And alternatively, you can just head over to thebusinessofproperty.com and there'll be a tab there that you can click into. Now, for today's episode, Simon was just talking to me about a couple of potential properties that he's looking at obviously through the lens of investment. And we felt it would be good just to go through what Simon's thinking about, why these two properties became of interest and process for that. So Simon, I'm going to hand over to you, maybe just to set the scene a little bit for the listeners in terms of what you are looking at. Well, I think there's a there's a twist to this tale that perhaps we'll save for the end. But these two properties fall very much into the kind of properties that I'm looking at as my next investment properties. I have a, a property that I recently bought, which was a two-bed terrace house. And I was thinking of getting another two-bed terrace house. And these are in, in the Red Hill area. So that's that's local to me. And that's part of, sort of my investment strategy so that I can look after them myself. And these two properties have come onto the market relatively recently. And I just thought they were an interesting comparison between the two because they are actually identical. Uh, now, now, I will include the links to them in the, in the show notes and people will click through and they will look at the pictures and instantly say, no, they're not, <laughs> because they look quite different on the outside. What well, one is rendered at the bottom, tiles at the top for the two stories, and the other one is brick throughout and they're, they're the windows are a bit different, doors are different, they're actually reversed, so one the doors on the right, one the others on the left. And 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 yeah, you don't instantly think that they're they're the same. But click through, scroll down, look at the floor plans. The properties are identical. They're exactly the same size, exactly the same layout, they're on the same estate, they were clearly built at about the same time, presumably, probably by the same builder. They are the same. And that matters because one of them came on to the market on the 16th of November and it was listed for £365,000. Then 10 days or so later, it was reduced from 365000 to 350000 And on that same day as that one was being reduced, its twin was being listed for the first time at 400000 now, the, the the newly listed one that's being listed for more is in a slightly better condition. It is it is better presented. It's got a a nicer garden and and various other characteristics that, that I would say make it look look better. I'm sure add some value to it. But to be going from three hundred and fifty to four hundred for 
essentially the same property. I, I'm not convinced. And, and I think this is just a sign of the market at the moment really being a bit confused about where it is. You've got properties that, that are on being reduced, and then you've got other properties coming on effectively identical for massively more in terms of, in terms of asking price. And I don't know. I mean, Stuart, you've had a little look at these, these two properties. Am I missing something? Is, is there something that makes one of them £50,000 more valuable than the other one? Well, the first question I've got for you is, have you reviewed these properties on Google Maps Street View? No, I have not. I know the, I know the estate that they're on. I, I know it reasonably well. I know they're all very similar in terms of the roads that they're on. And in fact, I've checked that both of these properties do have parking. I think the cheaper one has a garage and the more expensive one just has allocated parking. Yeah, I, I think so. Double checking the listings. I mean, there's two things that stand out to me. So before even reviewing the property, the, the, the more expensive one backs onto a school or is next to a school. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I was just asking about sort of location because obviously the first thing we we all hear all the time is is location the cheaper of the two which has a garage is also near the same school so they're both in a within 50 meters of each other i think that's the other interesting point is that they are very very close to each other the first thing that jumped out to me from the from the cheaper of the two the one that's 50,000 less and has offers over. So that's always something to call out. So they're, they're clearly not expecting anything less than 350,000. But it's on the first image, there is a big brick wall to the left of the front door. And that's always the, fir- that's the first thing that draws me to it in terms of the comparison that you've made. So one, you know, the one without a garage is 50, they're currently up for 50,000 pounds more. So my first thought is, is there something strange about the location within the the one that's cheaper of the two, which is a which is why they've already knocked that down? And based on your software, Patma, it's been up for it was up for only a little over a week before they brought it down, and and it started at three six five, so not even close to the four hundred that the other property's at. I think it's probably an indication that one of them is a, a keen seller, and the other one is is not so fast (laughs) and that wall next to it while i haven't specifically found this one on street view or indeed walked around the corner and had a look at it i know that there are several like that and it's where the the house next to it is further forwards so i think that's just the side of the next house i don't think it's anything too untoward no not untoward but then that that could put some people off and I, you wonder if that's something that's factored in because uh, because it's it runs along the garden pathway so actually as you walk towards the house you've got a, a, a big brick wall so for, for us for example when we were purchasing our current house and th- they were new builds there were some new builds where, so that, so they're all surrounded by our houses let's not uh, you know be around the bush of course in new builds you're surrounded by houses but some of them the garden Actually, the the neighbor's house was positioned in such a way that there was a brick wall next to your garden, which to us felt quite enclosed. The, the house we chose in the end 
we, we chose it specifically because the, the houses around it were just a little bit further back, which for us just felt a little bit more spacious. Now we know we, we you know we know the neighbours now, and some of them a bit further down the road. They got ones where you know for us it was like oh that feels really not looked upon, but it, it almost felt crowded. However, they got a bigger, they got more square meterage in the house, and and I think that was part of one of the, you know one of the factors that was it was into play is that okay you get a bigger house but you're gonna you're gonna have a brick brick wall at the back of your garden. Yeah, and and. I haven't, as I said, I haven't found these exact properties on this estate. And I know that some of the properties are sort of directly on, on the road. I mean, not directly. They've got little gardens in front of them. But some of them are also sort of, I can't think how to describe it, but they're, they're sort of down a little path before you get to the front of the house. So they're, they're much further away from the, the, the actual road. So, for example, what one is... Do you think one is sort of being parallel to the road and the other is sort of perpendicular to the road in a, a terrace that's perpendicular? So you have to walk, walk away from the road a bit in order to get to it. And and I can see people might like that either way. So some people might say it's more secluded and we've got a bit more privacy and we, the, the house is sort of away from the traffic and things. But I can also see the other side where people might say it's further to walk from the road, further to walk from where we park. And actually, I'd like to just be able to get my my shopping out of my car and take it straight into the house without without this extra distance to travel so yeah i i'm i'm not sure that that should really make much difference and looking at the photos of these houses i'm not sure whether they're they're both in the same situation or whether one is one and one is the other but but i think on, on the balance of uh, of people liking one or the other it probably doesn't make much difference because you'll, you'll find people who prefer both yeah and looking at the more expensive of the two actually that also has a staggered housing but not as just from the photos at least it doesn't it's not as apparent it's not as direct whereas the other one is is a brick wall a raw brick wall that comes out actually what i've only noticed on sort of second glance is that uh, the more expensive you know there is a house you know further further towards the road next to this one which means that the, you know as you walk to the house there is still a brick, you know there is a brick wall on your left but it's a painted yeah. rendered wall which is therefore less kind of in your face. Ah, so you, you prefer prefer rendered walls, do you? I, I, I'm more of a brick wall person. I, I, I like the brick wall. No, it's not. I, I have no preference. I, I think it's in, that, in that regard, <laughs> but, um, I'm just saying in terms of noticeability, that's, what, that's probably why it's, it was less noticeable to me because it's just a white wall. Ah, fair enough. I, I suppose from, a, so from, a, from an investment perspective, your your immediate thought then is well why would I look at the four hundred when there's one on offer for three fifty so where where is your thought taking you next yeah so exactly so so from from these listings I can jump through to the the Patma financial sort of forecast or, or breakdown of, of what you could do with these properties and even if you decide the the cheaper one needs some work and you've got to put some extra money into it you're there's, there's no way you're going to need to spend fifty thousand to to make it look like the other one regardless of or almost regardless of what state it's in <laughs> maybe we should come back to my uh, my current one that i'm refurbing at the moment but, but we'll do that another day and the added benefit of the money that you put in on refurb is that you're not paying stamp duty on it so there's there's that extra 
allowance for money that you put in on refurb versus money you you put in on the purchase. So you, you can you can do the figures, and the, the cheaper one just works out cheaper. It works out the the better investment, as far as I can see, regardless of what you need to to do with it, and and you get a garage with it as well, which you could potentially charge more rent for, probably only a little bit, but you could also potentially separate it from the house and rent it out just as a garage. There's, there's actually reasonable demand for, for garages around this, this area. So, so that, that is another possibility. But if I, if I just, if I just use the default figures from Patma, so I'm, I'm not going to customize them or anything, which you, you can obviously do. You can, you can change whether you think there needs a refurb, how much, interest you're going to pay on your mortgage and whatever else. But if I just leave it as is and look at the, the figures in Patma, the cheaper one is coming out at a total investment of about 225000 And the more expensive one is coming out at a total investment of nearly £280,000. So that's that's a lot of extra money you'd have to put in. And obviously that feeds through to the RRI because they're, because they're both so similar, similar area. The, the rents forecast for both of them are exactly the same, £1,450 a month that, that Patma's worked out for me. And that means that the estimated ROI on the cheap one is 3.36, but the more expensive one is only 2.71. So it's, it makes a huge difference to, to what you're actually going to be getting, getting back out of these properties. And even if you then had to put in a little bit of refurb money for the cheaper one, you're still going to be doing much better in terms of your returns. So yeah, I, 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 it really confuses me that someone has come to market with this more expensive house with the much cheaper one just down the road. And the, the, the kicker to this is that they're both up with the same agent as well. So it's not like they didn't know about the one down the road. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, yeah, I do not understand how, the agent or the vendor can be bringing this property to market saying, look, it's worth 50,000 more than the one down the road. Well, I think it's a call to the agent, isn't it? To understand why. I mean, my, my gut feeling is, is often that it's the vendor that is, that's pushing this because I, I, I know this particular agent and uh, historically they've been pretty good, particularly we sold with them as well. And I found them to be, quite uh, amenable you know understanding and you know knowledgeable of local markets so i'm i'm personally surprised that they would have two properties on that are very similar and and, and as you've said before you know it, you know is a garage worth 50,000 pounds not uh, you know price price of buildings expensive but it's not that expensive oh but, but remember it's the cheaper one that has the garage yeah yeah so that makes even less sense Maybe the garage is completely derelict and falling down and it's cheaper because you're going to have to rebuild the garage. Maybe that's the detail we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. But as you say, I mean, the, 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 the higher of the two is just, and you know, you look at the floor plan, it's one of these, it's a property that you don't get particularly excited around, not from a, it's, it's, it's essentially a two up, two down or a two up, one down because it's larger, bigger room, but it's, <laughs> yeah. but from an investment perspective, it's, it meets the criteria for you in terms of local local to schools, actually very central to the shopping district, train station. So it's, it's a really good location. But for 
10, 15% higher. I'd be interested to see what the agent says. And my view would be that it's probably the vendor hasn't caught up with the market yet, even if they've explained to them that we have another property. But maybe their agent hasn't said that. But anyone that's selling their property, well, like me, would be on there quite regularly just checking out the competition to, to, to understand where you sit in the market. It's quite a it's quite a basic thing, so I'm really surprised that it's that it's still around at, at that level when there is a, a property with a garage for a much cheaper price. Yep. Well, we obviously can't can't see what happens behind closed doors and what what offers might actually be going in or or accepted in the end. But I have set both properties up to to be monitored by Patma, and and it will will email me as and when prices are reduced or the the properties are taken off the market. So perhaps in, in a few weeks or a couple of months' time when, when they've both run run through the market a bit, we'll we'll revisit them and, and see see what has, has actually happened and what, what what it looks like has transpired. And of course, to actually get the the sold price or the sold values that are agreed, we'll have to wait many more months for the, the land registry data to come out. It was interesting you mentioned you don't know what the, the agents are saying, but I've I have had some agent communications recently. I don't know about, about you, Stuart, but I've heard almost nothing from agents for months, I think, because they've been far too busy with the inbound leads. But just in the last few weeks, I've I've had a few emails from agents saying, have you seen this new property that we've listed and things like that? But one of them I had was actually asking questions of me. And then first of all, they were saying, am I still looking? But then they were saying, most people have updated their criteria if they are still looking. Can you please update us on on what you're looking for? So I, this is an agent I've had a quite a long relationship with. Not, not bought anything through them or sold anything through them, but they've always been very good. And I've viewed quite a lot of properties with them, and I have put offers in and things, and and almost almost got got one agreed. But anyway, that, that was that was a while ago. So I like I quite like this agent. So I thought okay, I'll, I'll reply and, and update you with the current criteria. And I, I obviously am still looking. But in order to provide the criteria, I actually went through some some calculations, and I had been looking for two bed terrace houses up to about four hundred thousand, ideally probably a bit less, but but that was sort of my my upper limit for the the deposit I had, and I, I needed to update this criteria. So I'm I'm still looking for two bed terrace house. I, I don't want to go into to flats. I want to stay in freehold, and sort of a, a two-bed terrace house is sort of the, the cheapest end of that that you can, can realistically do that, that should rent well. But because of the, the current mortgage restrictions, it turns out that my maximum purchase price is now only just over 300000 with the same deposit that I had before, because obviously my deposit hasn't, hasn't changed. My purchasing power has gone from almost 400000 to only just over three hundred thousand, and it was quite quite shocking for me to to really see this in in black and white, that I I just can't buy pretty much anything that's out there in in my target market at the moment, because while they are coming down, and we've looked at two today, one's still at the top end of that, and but one is at the three fifty price point, so that's getting a lot closer, but I still just couldn't afford that. My, my deposit would not stretch that far. So I'm having to wait until that comes down a bit more. And, and I, don't know, I don't know whether that will happen or not. 
But I think it's, it's going to be interesting because I'm clearly not going to be the only person in this situation. And I'm sure it must be affecting home buyers as well as investors. I mean, for investors, we have, we have stress rates to, to contend with and things like that. But just the interest rates going up will, will be affecting home buyers as well. And it's, yeah, it's a big change. Have you had to revise what you're looking at at all, Stuart? Or are you, have you got more flexibility in, in what you're looking and your clients are looking for? Yeah, we, we've probably been a, just a little bit more on pause recently with what we're doing. And it's a, it's a case of something we've mentioned before, which is not that we're not going to do anything. We're just being a little bit more tentative about what we do do. And that is for the reasons you've just mentioned. And your example of not being able to, to purchase what you would have purchased previously is, is that very reason. Because, you know, we are seeing the, the reductions happen. I'm not sure they'll be as deep and as far as the media might have us believe. However, with those reductions happening, and as you say, with the, the fact that because of, certainly in my experience, so, so my, my, my challenge at the moment is with actually most of the, the good mortgage products being around 70% or 75% loan to value, those, those are the rates which we feel we can stomach. That's made it a little bit tougher for me because my leverage is usually higher. And in, in many ways, it's probably good for me personally in my business to just step back and, and actually allow what's going to happen in the market to happen because we want our leverage to reduce. So it's the balance that I have is, is obviously we want to keep moving as a business, but then equally, I'm a lot more conscious of our leverage as a business so with a number of our early HMOs they were all on 85% loan to values the, the good news is that they've dropped now but of course when it look when it's come to refinancing now they're probably not just around the 75% 80% mark so for example a big challenge I've had which is on one property that's gone on to the SVR we we did want to take some more capital out of it just to return some funds and so so the property's valued at 160,000 it's a little two bed studio property it's been valued at 160,000 that's been confirmed by a valuer the current lending on it is about uh, 100,000 and actually we just wanted to take a little bit extra out of that but the number 1 due to loan to values we weren't allowed and then we we thought we could have squeezed the pips on one of the products, but by the time you know that, that might have released a further nine k, for example. But by the time you think, well, they're charging me the costs that I am aware of, you know, two two thousand pound fee and a valuation fee, and I thought actually in real terms, in net terms, it might get me five k if I'm lucky. So actually, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and, and just go on to one of their standard products, not release any funds. Now, of course, these are first world problems, and that's fine. But it does mean that we, we're not taking some capital out that we were going to potentially use for other purchases. So slightly different to your scenario, but just in terms of it, you know, sharing with other people how that's affected us. But of course, the flip side of that coin is that property prices are going to reduce as a result because not as many people in the market to buy 
which means that the demand is uh, lowering and and hopefully that means that prices will start to come come down a bit for everyone investors and residential purchasers alike and hopefully the products will also start supporting that we are seeing a leveling off on, on products and I've, I've you know we talked about it on this podcast a couple of weeks back but you know we're definitely seeing seeing better products come into the market yeah yeah the prices are definitely or the, sorry, i should say the, the interest rates are definitely coming down a little bit just gradually and i'm seeing more products with more relaxed stress tests as well so extra flexibility on on that too but they're they're still they're still just a massive change from how they were a few months ago so i think it, it's got some way to go yet before the the normal sort of levels of flexibility are are available and and while i i have a deposit ready to go and i want to get get it deployed and into the market it's yeah frustrating that that's just not feasible in in the current market for for me at this time but hopefully i'll keep an eye on the market and hopefully things will will sort of shift around a bit in order to enable that again and i think the the, the seasonal market at the moment is obviously a bit downwards as as people slow down for ready for christmas but it will be really really interesting in the new year to see whether whether that seasonal flow continues and things pick up again or whether or whether we head into an onward downward slide in the new year that's going to be the the really interesting point at which to to be checking the data again and, and seeing what's happening yeah I think uh, there's lots for us to keep an eye on in the property world and I think it is very interesting times and if you if you if you like property and you're interested in it as we are regardless of the challenges it's certainly a spectacle right now with everything going on so that brings us to the end of this week's episode if you have enjoyed what you've listened to please do leave us a rating and or review on your podcast player of choice it really does help us and lets us know you care and just a reminder please do Join us, our BOP email subscriber list, where we will get you some useful hints, tips, and resources. And other than that, we'll see you in the next episode.